Hey everybody, welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm Keisha Milana. And I am Nakia Smith. And we're the 21 Minutes or Less podcast host. And today we are talking about the social dilemma. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix right now. And it's pretty much a documentary type of film to show um, how addictive and detrimental being on social media can be and also how these big tech companies facebook instagram twitter youtube pinterest you name it they are also pretty much using exploiting our data in the way that we scroll on social media for profit that's pretty much the easiest way i can say it they are using every time we scroll every time we you know, stop and look at a post and actually watch a video, they use that data as a part of their algorithm to be able to help us find more and more stuff that we're going to be interested in. And they pretty much prey on the fact that we're on our phones. That's their whole business model to keep us on our phones, to keep us addicted um, to the point where it's honestly not healthy. Um, They also touched on you know, emotions, self-esteem, mental health, such as teenage girls and between, I want to say, 12 to 15, their suicide and mental health hospital, like the admitting rate, is 151% higher than in 2010. Like, it's having a detrimental effect. And to me, the biggest takeaway I got was you know, just be mindful of what you're doing on social media because it is ultimately being monitored somehow, some way. So for me, I know it just started clicking even more, even I already knew this, but you know, when you go into stores and then you see an ad on Facebook, they're you they're targeting you. they they know, oh, this person is by Target. Let me show them a Target ad. Maybe they'll run in Target. So I feel like it can be just very very predatory in nature and not necessarily in just a negative way uh morally or ethically but it can prey on your pockets you know it's preying on your mental health it's preying on a lot of stuff so you just have to be really cognizant about when you're scrolling that ultimately that's impacting your real life it's impacting your pockets whether you want to believe it or not absolutely and I'm actually glad that you got a chance to watch it and we are discussing it today because I know in the in the past, you know, we discussed social media. I've even discussed how I, you know, been on a social media past. You will always say it's, but what about people who have businesses? So that did this documentary change your mind any about, you know, just being on social media all the time? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say change my mind because I'm still going to use it. I still see it's very important. You know, even these people who are speaking on it in the documentary are saying we still use it too. And it's just about knowing how to realize that it's like realizing what's happening though. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. if you're on social media and you're a business owner and you're using it to make money, 
cool make your money and go but if you're on social media and you're scrolling and you're getting sucked into the funnel of next video next video next video that's not good or healthy you know so it's just about what are you using it for because if it's for business then it should always be productive you know it should always be focused it should always be okay i'm gonna be on social media for 20 minutes to post my post do my caption whatever cool and get off or mm-hmm. I'm going to be on social media for an hour to research something or engage with this type of audience or whatever it might be. So the biggest thing, I guess I would say that it made me more cognizant of as a business owner is honestly their business model and how they're profiting. And, you know, just seeing that it's more than just consumers. Like when you're on there scrolling for free, you're what's making them profit more you know but if you're a business owner and let's say you running your own ads in a sense you're now you become a customer you're not just a scroller anymore you're a customer so me i know i personally use ads on um instagram and facebook i'm not ashamed of it because just like i'm they targeted me i'm gonna target some people too it's about do you know how to use the system for your benefit and you know, are you exploiting it with just selling? Are you running ads to do, you know, to get people to your free stuff too? To where you just add in value and you want to reach more people? Or is it just to sell, sell, sell? You know, it's a lot of different ways mm-hmm. you can look at it. So for me, I know I'm on there. I'm using a system. I'm using a algorithm. But I'm also promoting stuff that I might not even make money off of. I just want to reach more people. So I don't feel like that's bad at all because I'm giving, you know, more people a chance to get something free, which is what I want, which is a good way to use it. But when it's just profit, 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 I feel like that can be negative. Um, and again, it's just about knowing, like, if you know the game, then you can ignore it. But if you don't know the game, you're going to get suckered. So I feel like this documentary is going to help more people to be aware that you're getting suckered. It's not by chance you're next to Target and you're seeing a Target ad. It's not by chance you're, you know, extremely close to Applebee's and then you start seeing an Applebee's commercial like that's not by chance and being aware of stuff like what the documentary talked about that's important to know like to be able to say okay I know you're targeting me I'm not gonna fall for it I'm not going to Applebee's I'm gonna actually go home and cook me some food it's when you're getting suckered that's when I feel like it's negative and I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I never got suckered into nothing but it's like now I'm more aware of it to the point where I'm like, okay, I know you're showing me this ad and I know exactly why. And I'm okay with that, but I know exactly why. And it also makes me more cognizant of the stuff that I like, the stuff that I actually stop and watch. Because I know now that there literally is tracking how long I sit and watch something. So I want to spend more time on things that are meaningful. So when I do get more stuff that's suggested that what I'm, you know, like what I'm looking at, it's not something that I wouldn't expect or something I don't want. It's something I'm actually spending time looking at. Right. So I know one quote from the documentary is said, if you aren't paying for the product, then you are the product. Sure. So it's kind of like going back to what you were saying is giving them free content. But is it really free? Because, again, they are paying with their time and engagement you know because of the ads I don't know this 
always puts me in the mind of a book <laughs> that I read in high school called 1984 by George Orwell. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a dystopian type of society where free thought is prohibited. And it's prohibited so much that they have enforcement in place called the thought police. And then they will have, you know, other political people who would say like different slogans called and would say like war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. And um, and the book is called Double Think. You know, just saying things pretty much that pretty much contradicts, <laughs> um, right? You know what it is actually saying, and it made me think about how everybody on social media has an opinion, mm -hmm. and then depending on if they are an influencer or not, or how many followers they have, some people view their opinion as truth. In actuality, it's not even the truth. It's just their opinion. Um, and I think that's another way uh, people can get suckered in, you know, when it comes to social media as well. Having every all these opinions out there, that's not necessarily the truth. And then it's just like, you know, in school, you play the game called telephone. Yeah. And then one person get some information. And then by the time it gets to another person, it, the whole scenario then switched up and changed. And I feel like that's that the same thing can happen when it comes to information being shared on social media. For sure. And yeah, I, I think sites like they're trying, they're, you know, they're having these conversations. Of course, a lot of these people don't necessarily work for these companies anymore, but just the documentary coming out, I feel like it's going to put more pressure on the social media companies to be able to even look at, at their processes, look at what they're doing to try to make some kind of changes. Because like how you were just saying, it's so easy for people to spread false information. I will say, and you probably don't know because you're not an OG Twitter user, but when Twitter first came out, you could actually like retweet somebody's stuff and change their words and make it look like you're retweeting them. So now you can't do that anymore. You have to just retweet it and quote your own stuff. So it is like little changes that you'll see throughout the existence of these social media platforms, but it's really just hard. Cause like they said, you know, you used to having the opinions of your crew, your, your people, the people you close with, but humans aren't used to having like so much, opinions when it's ten thousands of people hundreds of thousands of people and honestly you never know what could get ten thousands or hundred thousands of people opinion um even if you're not an influencer even if you don't got that many followers just off going viral or just off other people sharing the content you know you can still get all those opinions and you might just be posting something for you but somebody quoted it and made a joke and now it's going viral and now you got a whole bunch of negative comments right at your doorstep so I feel like it's just, right. it's hard to control because it's so much, it's so many people. Like you can't control everything. Even with the sites, a lot of times people blame the sites or the tech companies. You know, somebody posted something crazy to Twitter or Facebook and now people running with it. But you got to think it's billions or millions of users on these sites. So how could they possibly fact check everything, you know? And it's so easy to impersonate other people as well on social media you know the show on mtv catfish you know people 
are on social media and they aren't who they actually say they are. And you have the robots <laughs> and you have the scammers. It, it, it just like, it's so many things that can just go wrong on social media. But there are some positive things about social media as well, um, which, you know, being able to connect with people around the world, um, just seeing, especially in Black culture, Black love, Black businesses, you know, entrepreneurs, just us affirming one another, giving us each other positive affirmations, you know, platforms like this where we, you know, talk about entrepreneurship, self-care. And just taking care of ourselves. So, you know, it is a it's a downside, but it's also a good side. And I think that's with anything though. So Yeah. I think that's how I was saying you gotta find your own good side or you gotta, you know, do your own education to feel like you're sufficient on um making sure you're not falling victim to the things that they're doing, you know. Because somebody can only do something if you ignorant to it. If you know and you aware, it's like, is this really this or is, you know, this not this? So just being more aware of, you know, okay, this could be false. Like, I just feel like everybody should take that, you know, from social media. Like, this could be false until it's proven true, you know, because social media is not a news outlet, it's not getting fact-checked, it's not credible, it's not anything, and like you said, once people get a certain amount of followers, people take what they say as truth, and that's not always true, and that's why it's so important to just, you know, one, educate the youth on social media, the good and the bad, early, because honestly, they're the first generation, you know, the generation growing up right now that's going to have to deal with this. We didn't have, you know, social media until I say probably like 13. Imagine social media day one, like you a baby with social media or, you know, your mom got you on a page already, not knocking it because I probably would do that same thing. But it's just about knowing the good and the bad and not just, I think on a documentary they said, like social media is the only place where you can just surround yourself with all positive or people that always think you right you know because you can easily block anybody that's saying you know the opposite of what you're saying you can filter your feed to where it's only what you want to see and it can really distort you you know of course people like don't follow negative people or whatever clear your feed yeah it's good you can clear your feed but it's also bad because you can start living in this false world where oh, everybody likes me. I'm getting all these likes. I'm getting all this love, these comments, and I don't see anything negative on my feed. And it's like, that's not reality either. So, you know, you just got to be educated with anything you use. I feel like you shouldn't be using something unless you're really, really educated or trying to be educated on what impact can this have, both good and bad, you know? And that's for anything. If you're researching how to market my business on newspaper, you're going to be like, okay, well, how many readers do it have? How many um, pe- potential customers could I get from buying this ad? Whatever. You're going to do research to see is it more beneficial or harmful before you start using it or doing it. Same thing with social media. We don't do research. People just hop on, literally. We don't know the good, the bad, or the ugly. And that's why I like this documentary because it really got to show you the ugly that you probably wouldn't think about. Of course, we know about addiction, but it's deeper than that. It's about praying on on your 
your mental state of when you're scrolling and being addicted, you know, not just being addicted. It's like, we're going to get you addicted. So where you always want to scroll, but then we're going to prey on that by marketing things to you while we know you're addicted and scrolling. Like, I think that's where the issue is, the predatory aspect of profiting on people being addicted to this tool. I'm glad you brought up the idea of, you know, having a distorted reality because you even see that in the political climate that we're in right yes. now. So it's kind of like if you are a Democrat, that's all you're going to see. If you're a Republic- Republican, that's all you're going to see. Yeah. And they filter things based off that. So I'm glad you brought that up. It, and another thing that it made me think about, have you ever seen the movie Inception? Um, I don't think so. It's with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. So in the movie, he pretty much uses a type of technology to go into people's dreams and steal ideas and secrets. And he pretty much uses it to his advantage when it comes to like the corporate world. And that's really how he makes mm-hmm. his money. But in the in this time, he's set on a mission to plant an idea in someone's mind, which was like the CEO of a company. So instead of stealing the information, his job was to plant the idea in that person's mind. And I and I kind of feel like that's what they're doing when they're marketing to us. They're planting these little seeds in our mind that we need to go out and buy certain things or we need to wear this or in order to be successful, we need this house, we need this car, we need these shoes. You know, we need to be an influencer. We need to be an entrepreneur. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like you have to self-reflect on who you are and what you want versus what society is trying to tell you what to be. Precisely. I agree. I think, yeah, that's what I've been saying. You just got to do your own research and decide for yourself because what works for one person might not work for the next person. Even mm-hmm. how they were saying on a documentary, two people could have the same exact friends, like the same exact friends, and they feed's gonna look totally different just because of how long they spend on each person's picture or what they click next to or whatever, just their own personal preferences. And it's like, I just feel like that's interesting, you know? Like we got the same exact feed, but we getting targeted in two different ways. right it's scary right yeah for sure (laughs) I keep thinking about like movies and books because I feel like art imitates life so it's kind of like it's almost like we in the matrix for sure (laughs) and you know I when I watch these movies and I um, read these books even though it may not be real and it's fiction, I always pay attention to the message because I feel like it's trying to prep us <laughs> for what could potentially happen in our future. So, yeah, I always listen to the underlying message of what it's trying to say. For sure. All right. So make sure y'all go watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix and Talk to us about it on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We definitely want to hear from y'all. And go follow us as well on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's 21 Minutes or Less. On YouTube, it's 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. 
And then go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly 21. And we'll see y'all in the next episode.